0: You're on your way to the Super Bowl. But does your game still feel a bit flat? Cialis Inflate a Ball helps fill your balls anytime the moment is right. Reach under center with confidence, knowing those balls are full and ready to grab. Before starting Cialis Inflatable Ball, make sure your quarterback actually has balls to inflate. Do not play with deflated balls. Side effects may include inflated ego, swelling or painful sacks, loss of draft picks or hoodie sleeves, and hefty fines. Why let deflated balls hold you back? Give your balls that extra pump for the big game. Ask your equipment manager about Cialis Inflatable Ball. And stop f***ing cheating. Hey you. Yeah you. What are you doing? You know what you should be doing right now? You should log on to RawRadioX.com. And for those of you on the go, just check out, tune in, and search Raw Radio X. It's that easy. RawRadioX.com. The hottest music around, locally and abroad. It's what we do. It's RawRadioX.com. Real
1: Raw Radio The Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Toszynski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you.
2: Welcome to The Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg has been a Relationships Expert guest host on numerous radio shows. He promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationships and lives. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski, The Art of Relationships radio show, will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy, plus help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. He also welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and grow happier. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Master G.
1: Hey everybody, it's uh, Greg Toszynski here live from the Raw Radio X Studios in Detroit City. The city where my new office is uh, at 645 Griswold Street Suite, 3163 on the 31st floor. I had to think for a minute in the Penobscot building uh, on Griswold Street here, downtown Detroit. Uh, So... I'm still going to be working out of Mount Clement's office for a few more months. Um, all excited, moved in, almost set to go to see clients. I'm pretty much uh, set to see clients in Detroit now. Uh, spent all weekend trying to get that ready. What a pain in the ass. Anyways, um, it's fun, exciting, nervous, uh, and a pain in ass. All rolled into one. How's everybody doing on this hump night? Hey, Ab, doing a check-in. How are you?
0: I'm doing okay. Oh,
1: you show you Mike. I'm oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're no, doing all right, I'm man. doing okay, you know. I'm a little slower just because, you know, I think the heat it's uh, got it's wor- it's taking its toll on me. I got to got to admit.
1: If people I, yeah, I haven't paid yeah like I pay attention what's going on in the world. Um, outside the metro Detroit area, I have no idea where it's at, but it's been hotter than a uh, what, what do they say? A horn church or pretty much.
0: Uh, actually that would be everywhere between oh, let's <laughs> see, Seattle to New York. I mean this has been a oh, it's going this everywhere. Has been a, huh? this has been a tremendous heat wave. Uh, temperatures are reaching the triple digits all the way up into Oregon and Washington State. That's um, unheard of out that, there. I mean, in the wildfire situation in California, yeah, it know, it's I exacerbated because of that. But I mean, record high temperatures all the way through the southeast, the, Dang. the, the, the high plains, uh, Denver's been clocking into in the upper 90s. And even us, you know, we've been past few days,
1: yeah. like 90s. And believe me, uh, you can probably smell us. Uh, <laughs> uh, a little bit. <laughs> freaking deodorant don't last that long. It's the Europeans crazy.
0: are looking at us like, really? Yeah. I mean, because they're downwind from us. Thanks Ara- to Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: Arabian shower. We just cover up the stench with the, not to be uh, racist or anything, not at all, but freaking cover up the stench with more deodorant and cologne. <laughs> Hopefully everybody's doing well. You can uh, make sure you check us out. If you're listening to the show tuned in now, check out uh, Facebook under my name or the Art of Relationships radio show you can check out for listening venues, I guess if you want to call it uh, here on Wednesday night rawradiox.com you can join us on the live chat if you're using the show's own mobile app devices also uh, on Spreaker's device and Spreaker.com and you can also listen to the show on TuneIn Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Holy crap, it's like all over the place. Um, been getting, I want to give uh, props out. A lot of people have been liking the page, the Art of Relationships page on Facebook. I appreciate that very much. A very, very special thank you to Vicki for sort of helping me out, kicking that off. Uh, make sure you check out her uh, Facebook page, too, Vicky Lee L-E-E. Superb artwork, and she has a book for sale too. So I want to give her a special plug for helping me out as well. And tonight on Hump Night, what the hell are we going to talk about? I've gotten a few <laughs> few topics, and I have to. I'm going to bring up uh, one topic a little bit later on, maybe the second half of the show, and talking about open marriages, um, open relationships, open marriages, and. Before the show tonight, my last couple actually is in uh, open, they're open relationships, and we're talking about boundaries and all this stuff, what's going on, one, one of them's being left out or not, you know, whatever, about boundaries and all this stuff, and everyone thinks, you know, open relationships, oh, they're bad people, they're you know, they're nice people, it's just they want more variety and sexual fashion, and how do you do that? And if you have a uh, poly triad, which, you know, they're looking at, uh, you know, tip, Typically, not always, you know, you have one guy, two girls, uh, but what happens if you bring that into the mix where one of the girls is not bisexual, but full-blown lesbian, and maybe one person might be able to feel left out, so we're going to maybe get into that, and I want to hear your comments on that. Oh, that's gross, It's whatever, it might not be for you, like I said, it's not for me, I'm one-on-one, I know, I do sex therapy, and I'm freaking vanilla. <laughs> 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 uh, no, it, make, it makes sense <laughs> when you think about it. <laughs> it does. It's like, oh shit! I hear so much shit. I mean, I'm all uh, freaking all overwhelmed. All freaking tired hearing about it. It's almost like a gynecologist. Ah, oh, I don't want to look at any more pussy tonight, dear. <laughs> <laughs> right, no. Right. Started
0: <laughs> like working at the pizza place when you're uh, you were Used to love yeah, pizza. Yeah, I until know.
1: You work right. There. That's right. Uh-huh. First freaking well, other than cutting grass and you know weeds and stuff. Freaking 12 years old. First real. Tax paying job, if you will, was McDonald's. You didn't want to, first two months, you didn't want to eat the shit. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll get into that a little bit before. And I want to, this thing, uh, I get, I'm on a bunch of listservs, emails all over the place, and talk about, and they made up a comment, and it's so true, you know, in America, we are so freaking into violent images, you know, people getting killed, how they got killed, um, You know, car crashes. Man, it's all cool. We want the gore, the guts, and all this stuff. And the big thing that's going around is about how come they don't show pictures of women breastfeeding or the old nipple gate. I think that's what it's called. (laughs) The nipple. I call it nipple gate. And I just made that up. You know, about, you know, why can't, why do you have to cover up the nipple? But we see blood, guts, you know, all this stuff all over the media. But the human body is like, oh my God, we got to cover up. It's you know, what is up with that? Hmm. Would you like to see nipples out there, Rav? Oh, you've got to be careful answering this one. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's something natural. And
0: I, the way I see it, if I have to see a dude's nipples out, I mean, come on. We might as well see women's.
1: Why not? You know what? I'm offering equality. Equality, equal rights, man. hell. equality. That's right. I agree. So if we're looking at you hear that women, let's start a new frickin' uh movement in America. Whip them frickin' nipples out, right? In the, name anyone, of,
0: in the name of equality, of in course. In the name
1: of equality. Now, what happens if someone gets poked in the eye by one of those nipples? Then what? Uh, Are we going to have new lawsuits going out?
0: Uh, I mean, how, how often <laughs> does that
1: happen in the course of history? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. I'd like to try. Uh, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, you know, about equality and looking at, you know, movements. And it seems like it is a rebirth, if you will, in grassroots movement in America, you know, about you know, animal rights, uh, all those stuff. And also a rebirth about maybe sexuality and stuff that's going on out there. And it's really, uh, it's sort of cool to see. And, you know, even the last probably 10 years, I'm seeing more men in therapy than, you know, ever, ever before. The last couple of years, it increases, which is cool. The stigma, you know, all that, that you're, you know, weak, a wuss, whatever, coming to seek help, not at all. And it's cool to see a lot of, uh, Movements that's going on around the country. So let's get a grassroots movement to say whip the nipples out. Okay, let's whip them out. Make sure you put suntan lotion on them. We don't want them to burn and hurt yourself. Lady. That's right. Take care of them. Yes, that's right. Absolutely.
0: Because aside from uh being definite, you know, sponsors of equality. Yes. We want to make sure we also highlight the fact that you have to take care of yourself.
1: Absolutely. RawRadioX.com is an equal listener. What the hell do you want to say? It sounded good in my head, now I can't. We were spit it
0: we, we were really bullshitting our <laughs> I went through that. We were doing such a good job. I know until I
1: <laughs> until I messed that up, huh? Or equal opportunity, uh, fricking uh, something something broadcaster. There we there go. go yeah. There we go. Equal RawRadioX.com and our of relationships radio show. We are equal opportunity broadcasters. <laughs> Did you record that? Because I'm not going to be able to remember that. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's, it's all being recorded. <laughs> oh, literally. it is being recorded. Cool. <laughs> okay. So I want to talk about also, you know, talk about is that, you know, why is it so taboo? Even when we're walking, you know, we're walking in a mall, whatever, and we see a woman breastfeeding her kid. Why is that? It's like, oh, my God, look it. She shouldn't be doing it. It's like, why? It's natural. It's human. Um why is that wrong? Why do people get grossed out or taboo about that and all of a sudden they start saying it's overly you know you see boobs it's sex it's all this stuff it's you know she's feeding her kid and why should women be ashamed of that um what would it take to get over that ta- you know that taboo aspects so oh, I want to give out for uh listeners out there like I said, no matter what the topic of the show is i'd love to hear um I'd love to hear, you know, your questions, your comments. You know, give us a call at the Raw Radio X studio line on Wednesday night. It is 313-462-0107. Again, it is 313-462-0107. Oh, my God. My virginity got broken as PPRN. (laughs) I don't want to give them a plug, whatever, but my virgin, uh, are you, that must be Peter um, from PPRN out in Connecticut that broke my virginity on the radio. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's been almost two years ago now that got me into this bit. But um, welcome, everybody, and give us a call again, 313-462-0107. Uh, that's RawRadioX.com in Detroit City. And, oh, Princess Foo. I love the female body. Are you a lesbian, Foo, or bisexual? I'm just curious. That would just make, I mean, you, you've got me and Av ha- all freaking hot in here for last shit month, couple months. Um, Well, me, a lot longer than but At least Av joined, joined the, and you look at, you know, That would just add to it, right? Um, It's very natural, but this weekend, I was at a farmer's market, and a mom had her entire breast out not covered at all. And it was just munch and... Oh, not munch. (laughs) It was just... it was too much. Why was it too much, Fu? I want to hear about that. Why would it be that that does? And so does every other guy. Sab- oh, I didn't see what you read. Oh, I agree with Fu. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the female body, too. Well, I have, uh, I have my standards. Anyways. Um, now, I'm reading. I've got to quit reading the text too much. Yeah, too much boob. Is there too much boob? Yeah, I agree. I actually, I think boobs can be too big. For my style, the, do you yeah, agree with that? I do, do? agree with that. Yes. Those freaking tr- triple E's, F's, and or oh, like EFG's, you know, like, H's, whatever. Why do those like?
0: Um, no, those are those look like Texas co- county highway letters. What <laughs> really? you no, no,
1: no, 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 no. I'm not a. You know, everybody know. I'm not shy, but I'm more of a legs and ass guy. Same here. I am legs, ass, nice. I'm all about that, and I, you know, I'm more into. I'm might be prejudiced. I'm more into petite ladies but got to have some shape oh nobody answering the phone did the phone ring no that's 313 462 yeah go ahead and uh try answer again. the Let's phone try. man yeah. give us a call i want to <laughs> hear oh god you're going to be sick and gross i want to hear that nobody yeah we got people uh answering the phone if it is working yeah yeah
0: Yeah, we haven't... uh,
1: Yeah, okay. Give us a call, man. Give us a call. It's supposed to be working. 313-462-0107. Talk about, you know, not only breastfeeding and everything. How many people want to see that? How many people are bothered by that? And, no, is it too much, like Fu mentioned, is it too much to, you know, if the whole boob is out and the baby is suckling on... You know, why the whole boobs out, not covered, whatever. It's like, whatever. Do you see? Do you ever see a freaking calf? Uh, do you cover up a freaking udder when a calf's nursing from the mom? What about a dog or a cat nursing from puppies? So why would it be different? Because it's a woman. Ooh, I don't know. I want to hear this. Hmm. <laughs> I, I want to hear... Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear all this stuff. But looking at... Um, now, going back to, I want to know also, we're going to be talking about not only, you know, the breastfeeding aspect, but we're going to be talking about sexual benefits. What are the benefits of sex, people? And I want to hear, I'd love to hear on the chat line, and everybody thinks it's cute with puppies, right? And we always say whip them puppies out, right? I may have, <laughs> I may have said that <laughs> once or twice. Whip them puppies out. Not dogs, just puppies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't sound the same if you whip those dogs out. No, like, oh, no, no, God, no, no. no put put no, them back no, in, no. No, yeah, put them
1: yeah, back in. in. We don't want those saggy dogs. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> but looking at, you know, what are the benefits? You know, talking about, you know, the sex aspects and what benefits derive from sex? Not only, you know, from the emotional aspect, everything, Foo, I know. Damn it, you freaking always make me jealous. How much you love sex and freaking giving your man Prince Fu, <laughs> Prince Fu oral sex and pleasing him and you getting pleased, whatever. Like I said, we need to hook up and do that women's conference, right? We need to do a women's workshop about that aspect and what's going on and who has the power. And given, you know, given or receiving pleasure, who has the power? And like I said before on numerous shows, it is the one that is given the pleasure has the power. Ooh, baby, Prince Fu is a lucky guy. Yes, he is. I'm freaking jealous. <laughs> Melissa, are you jealous too? No. Uh oh. But um, sexual benefits. Everyone talks about, you know, the emotional connection about the uh sexual benefits it gets and that's what i get to with clients with couples um book coming out everything that i talk about in blogs and stuff that sexual benefits you know the emotional connection you get and especially if you are able to you know you have that eye to eye soulful connection going on that you just feel it it's you know the difference difference between just the physical pleasure of sex which i'm not knocking The difference between that and when you have the soulful connection, emotional connection, bridged with the physical pleasure, man, there's nothing better than it. If we could bottle up and feel that way 24-7, would we do it? Mm, You know what? I'd like a day, maybe, uh, forget a day, maybe an hour, just to sit back and reminisce. That might be okay, just to think about it and reminisce about the pleasure that was maybe delivered. And also maybe expressed and also given by me. I'm all of I love that. So the emotional benefits that's a given, I think. The connection to heart, you know, that you feel each other's heartbeat and all this stuff. But what other sexual benefits do you get from sex? How many women, even when they're maybe on their period, ooh, everybody's gonna say everyone wants a little ketchup with their fries. Oh, was that tasteless? No. The two together are mind-blowing. Yes, I agree, food. But um, women that are having menstrual cramps, sex can help relieve them, believe it or not. How many people know that? Or, oh, no, don't touch me, don't, whatever. Sex can help relieve... <laughs> Gross. Oh, you're a prude, Melissa. Knock it off. You're a prude. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. You look at, you know, but it can... Sex can help relieve menstrual cramping and all this stuff. And you, oh my god, yeah, it's so true. So true you are a prude or so true that it can help relieve menstrual cramps. What else can it do? Everyone knows it can, you know, sex releases endorphins, right? Embodies body's natural painkillers. They, you know, pick up the dopamine levels, the feel-good aspects, uh, neurotransmitters in our brain. So it kicks up natural body's painkillers. Yes, it does work. Would I know cuz I don't have menstrual cramps, Melissa. But I I've, I've heard from numerous women, um, oh my god, countless women's. Oh my god, F, you need to read what Food just wrote. <laughs> oh my. And and you look at She has a point. Uh, apparently it's <laughs> a, a point in the back door. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when you do it in the ass even more. Would that Foo. Now, this one, I, this is new. i got to hear this, Foo. If you do it in the ass more, does it still relieve the menstrual cramps? Does it help more there, or does it have to be in the vajayjay? And this is, I get that aspect, and I know we need Rhonda. Oh, oh my God. I just, and there she is. There just she is. Up. Perfect timing, Rhonda. Welcome to the live chat. And it is good for migraines, too, and headaches, and that's how I was going to get to before I got so... um. What do I want to say? Distracted by food's comment about the ass, but you look at um, you look at the aspect that you know headaches it releases endorphins, body's natural painkillers, and it also releases um, a lot of oxytocin in the brain. All these aspects feel good chemicals in the brain throughout the body, and it helps relieve, loosen up muscles, believe it or not, and helps you feel better. So it does reduce migraines. It reduces headaches. It reduces menstrual cramping. All this stuff seems to be about women, right? So frickin', is that selfish for women? What do guys get out of it? See, we're trying to please you and trying to You know, we're trying to take away your cramps and your headaches and your migraines. What the hell do we get out of it, Av? Do we get anything out of it?
0: I get headaches and migraines.
1: (laughs) You get headaches? I do, too, on a daily basis. No, I can't say that. My girl doesn't give
0: me those things at all. No? Yeah, I can't say that at all. (laughs) I really can't. I'm lucky. So, yeah. You are lucky? (laughs) I am pretty lucky, yeah.
3: Very cool. I don't
0: have to deal with a lot of the headaches that I hear from and hear about. So. No, I
1: think that is awesome. Great, my laptop froze up. Um, so, you know, those are some other benefits. What other benefits have people else heard there? We heard, you know, have heard out there. We also heard, of course, about stress, right? We've heard about, you know, they reduce stress, which it's all, I'm all about that big time. And you look at, you know, stress reduction, cramps, It also muscle fatigue, it can help with those what? If we get menstrual cramps and they're relieved, the men get amazing head. God, these women! Where the fuck are these uh, freaking <laughs> hot, freaking kinky women at? <laughs> Damn it! Give me a call five eight. That's my number, calling number on Monday nights. <laughs> five eight. No, uh, give us a call, studio line. I want to hear what other benefits you get from sex that helps you relieve. Um, maybe besides stress tension we talked about that menstrual cramps i want to hear what else it does for you that might make you feel better some other benefits the emotional we get but you know i want to talk about what other physical benefits do you get um, give us a call at the rawradiox.com studio line 313-462-0107 and i want to hear you know what other You know, what other benefits do you get from... I mentioned the most common, probably, that people heard. um, What other benefits do you get from that? You know, headaches, migraines, menstrual cramps, emotional release. Yeah, we talked about that. It gives me a lot of energy. You know what? what? That's what else pisses me off, too. That is so unfair. Guys... Yeah, see, you could run a marathon after. Guys, we come, we want to fall asleep. Women, you have an orgasm, one or two, and you freaking have the Energizer bunny. You want to go all freaking wide awake, clean the house, do all this stuff. Clear complexion? What? Have you heard that one, Av? No. I haven't heard about sex having a clear complexion. Are you talking when they blow it on your face and it's like a a uh, freaking acne uh, medicine? (laughs) Hey, if you want, I'm not trying to. <laughs> it opens my lungs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yup. Right. <laughs> it opens your lungs from a uh, freaking uh, screaming ecstasy. Foo. Well, I, right? I guess oh, that God. explains
0: why my complexion has been so not clear. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe mine too. I get more. I think I get more zits now, than I do exactly. when I was a freaking teenager. Don't knock it, i'm oh my God, I'm getting all freaking hot and horny. all these freaking hot women do you have any uh let's see any hot friends out there? Give me your card. <laughs> wow <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they have the same i- you gotta repeat though they gotta have the same philosophy as you ladies out there um yeah, you can have a hot you know sexy, beautiful woman out there, but if she is not into sex that much at all, that's pointless, right um. Other benefits, you know, about sex. Do you think it, you know, it brings you closer? I think it does, big time. Ha-ha, that's all the men say. I'm not all the men. I'm just one man, and I can't speak for other men. I'm just speaking for myself. Ha-ha. But, um, you know, the sexual benefits, it does bring you closer, whatever. And I think it does. It relieves a lot of pressure and tension. And I know a lot of women, believe it or not, you know, They even say, you know, I I want, I would love to. I uh, have no problem, you know, having sex in the morning and all this. And that's usually when the guy's testosterone levels are at their peak, or in the morning when you wake up, you know, wake up with morning wood and all that stuff. And you know, women, they even say have sex and it puts them in a great mood for the rest of their day at work or whatever. Maybe you know, it's part of that energizer uh, aspect from them reaching an orgasm, or two or three. Which I'm all for. That it gives you, you know, that energy for the date and puts you in a better mood. So it does. It's a mood enhancer as well. I feel like men are calm, calmer, and are much happier. You're losing me. Are you talking in general, Melissa? Or are you talking just after sex? Men are calmer because of uh, brain chemical, right? They aren't on edge as much after sex or in life general. You must be talking after sex. I agree. If we get sex more, we're more relaxed. We feel more positive. We feel more, what's the word I'm looking for? The more sex, I agree. the The more sex, we feel more desired. We feel more confident in ourselves. I think, you know, that's it. We feel loved on a daily basis. God, where are these women at, Ave.? Holy shit. I
0: I accidentally, I don't know how I'd stumbled upon mine. So I I found one. Oh, you've got to accidentally find them. That's the thing. (laughs) Real talk. You can't look.
1: No shit. All these. yeah, Sex on a daily basis. How many women are okay with sex on a daily basis? Besides foo out there. (laughs) (laughs) We already know foo is and damn it. Freaking, not even right. Rub that in our faces all the time. Um, yeah, I'm all about, you know, eh, does it have to be sex on a daily basis? Would I complain about it? No. Do I need sex or do you need sex? Yeah, I need sex on a daily basis or I'm going to die. <laughs> you look <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, you want sex every day? Okay. Um, you know, I'm, do I need sex every day? No. Uh, would I want it? Would I be okay with it? Yes. Would I be okay with sex four or five times a week? Yeah, I'd be fine. Would I be okay with it once a week? Not really. Um, I would, yeah, you have to look at dynamics, and I know people work in different shifts and all that stuff, too. I was talking from me. Would I be okay with it, you know, once a week, once every other week? No, not at all. I want to feel desired, I want to feel craved, and, uh, then the excuses start flying left and right, and you start looking at, are those excuses, are those really uh, reasons? And if it was that important to you or to your partner, would you, you know, would you make it happen? I don't know. Clue me in. What other benefits, you know, it brings you closer, reduces stress? I think it does. It definitely is a mood enhancer. However, <clears throat> it is also a mood killer if you are not getting pleased. What does that do to your mood? If guys are just like getting off and not worrying about you getting off, ladies, what would that do to your mood? That would make you frustrated. It would make you pissed off, right? So there is an element. It definitely is a mood enhancer big time. But also, if they're not into pleasing you and getting you off and making you feel loved, you know, oh, it's just about me. I came, so pfft, take care of yourself. I, you're going to get resentful, and it's also going to crush your mood. So it can work. makes me really mad, and it should. You know, it, Melissa, it should make you mad. You look at the dynamics. You know, it. Uh, women, if you don't get off, what's going to happen? They're gone. Yep, kick them to the curb. I'm all for that. And... What happens if resentment sets in? It doesn't turn you on because you're like, I'm going to get all hot, horny, all excited and everything And to what? Take care of myself? I don't need a guy. Yep. Yeah. Get get sick of taking care of yourself. You're right, Rhonda. Boy, must be reading my mind. You know, it gets old and you look at that. And, you know, even a lot of women will, if a guy is not good in bed for the most part, even first or second time, most women agree that they're going to kick their ass to the curb. You know, if you're both virgins, that's, I get that, that's going to be different. Yeah, you agree with that, Rhonda. I, I hear this from, you know, I, I'm telling you, women, personal life, I'm telling you from teaching human sexuality classes, clients over the years, a lot of years, you know, looking at, they will do that. Sometimes I want to just get him off. God Fool, would you quit freaking rubbing that stuff in our face? You, you know what? I, I will say this. Those are,
0: women like that are actually a little more common than you think. They're unicorns. I've, I've actually <laughs> known a few. I mean, right? it's sometimes it's a team effort. And there's sometimes where, you know, you, you'll find the, the one where, you know, yeah, it's, it's about her. But sometimes she knows that, hey,
1: it's about him. And yep. that's, yeah. You know what? And that is awesome. And I tell, I think, you know, you look at why, you know, why the hang-ups You know, if they look at not only the benefits, the emotional connection of sex, I think for some women that are more um, not into sex or maybe not, I don't know if I want to say standoffish, they're ones that maybe have low desire aspects. And throughout the medical aspects about, you know, medical complications, hormone levels, all this stuff, just that they could care less about sex, whatever. I think those, they have a hang-up about what sex represents. I think they represent that. It's only for the men, even though they get pleased, too, or should, that it's It's a way a man can control you. So I'm not going to let any man control me and all this stuff, and I'm going to be the one. And I always say, the one with the less desire, let's face it, they control the sexuality of the relationship. And if that doesn't work, it's going to be a breakdown in the relationship, and you are going to be gone, either gone gone. Miserable, it's always going to be on there. The tension's always going to be on there. So, you know, if you get more sex, hmm, then you look at the aspect. And how many women out there? I agree, I, have, I There's, and with food too. That you know, there are women out there that just you know they oh I just want to suck you whatever I'm not worried about me I just and it's like oh my god that I'm feeling you know I'm a giver and a pleaser big time and I'm all about and I start feeling guilty oh my god I want to lick you I well, want see, to-, that, what, <laughs> you know what, the <laughs> thing is is that
0: when when it is uh, it, you know you have that feeling there and just you're both caught up in the emotions and everything again it's a two way street and you want to please your partner and it, it's it sounds kind of selfish but at the same time it's it's satisfying both partners. Absolutely. But for, me, for For me personally, it turns me on even more. Oh hell yeah! To see her get turned on, so I'm like, uh, I'm gonna go extra tough for her, you know, because that's that's yeah, literally like, and figuratively hurtner. No. <laughs> uh, depends on the mood, but um, yeah. I mean, Suffer, I'll, baby. I'll do a little extra uh, just to you know make sure that she's pleased, and in in you know doing that. I'm pleasing myself even more as well. I agree, so yeah. He- it's it's a win-win.
1: We and I, like we talked about, it might have been last week or so, we talked about that. And I, I think a lot of men are in. They're all about pleasing. I'm all about pleasing. I'm freaking huge, 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 all about that. And it does, man. Knowing that I turn my lady on, get a bob. <laughs> Oh, Melissa, get a bob. for. You know what? You want the real thing. Let's face it. Most women, they love their toys, but you know what? They want the real thing, too. And you look at uh, both partners have to get off each other. You mean get each other off? <laughs> get off each other? Is that when you're done I agree, coming? I agree with both of them. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with both of them, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, making fun of Melissa, sorry. You look at, you know, the elements all that, and if you look at, you know, if you just are not sexually compatible, can you make the relationship work? I think you are selling yourself out and you are just settling, plain and simple. Then what do you do? And it's going to lead up to, you know, what we talk about next portion of the show coming up after this is going to be, you know, when do you call it quits? And this, so many people, oh, my God. Lately, um, like I said, I talk about I have couples coming in. You know, Greg, I want to see you one time, and I just want to tell my husband I want a divorce. I filed divorce papers. Or I want to tell my wife I filed divorce papers, and I want a safe place to do it. Uh, do it in a bar or whatever. Don't know. <laughs> and it happens, you know. And you look at the situation, when do you call it quits? And I get asked this all the time. Greg, I'm not in love whenever. When do I know I'm done? When do I know? It's like everybody's different. I used to tell people, go with your gut instinct. And it's sort of odd. You know, for me, I'm all about saving relationships and marriages, if at all possible. But I'm also a realist that not all of them can be saved or not all of them should be saved. But that is, again, up to each individual, up to each couple, not me. And if a professional tells you what you should do, you need to get the hell out of their office, okay? Um, they don't live your life. They don't freaking walk in each other's shoes big time, okay? Domestic violence situations are going to be a different ball game. But I'm going to get into those, when to call it quits, in a little bit. And I want to talk more about sex. Everybody on chat? talk dirty to me now. I'm no. commanding. <laughs> I'll get us com- started. Yeah. I'll, I'll get a starter, don't sweet. worry. <laughs> <laughs> get us started, yeah. Give us a call at 313-462-0107 at rawradiox.com studio call in line. And it is wide open. And I want to hear, you know, what sex. I want to hear maybe, you know, not only what sex does to you. I want to hear what about your sexual complaints, right? How many women out there have a complaint? Oh, is that all you think about is sex? Yeah. What's your point? No. <laughs> um, you know what is your complaint about sex? Is it just not enough foreplay? We did this freaking a couple shows a month, couple months ago. You know, sexual complaints and all this stuff. You know, we talk about the benefits of sex. Um, migraines, headaches, all this stuff, uh, menstrual cramps. Muscle relaxation. Oh, it can end up being like a massage, whatever. I don't get a enough. Why did I know? foo, God, you are so predictable. But I love you. It freaking pisses me off. You make us me either. You ladies, freaking. <laughs> 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 they don't get enough. Ab, what do you say? Um, uh,
0: you know that's actually a complaint that I've heard uh, from few yeah. that they didn't get it uh, enough. Yeah.
1: I. You know what? I, it cracks me up because I heard that from uh, actually Juan. Mm. Oh my God, I want it every day, Greg. You don't. I it come down, <laughs> come down. I'm just not into you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. I'm just not into you, and that's why. Um, yeah. Oh God, she freaking three, four times a day if she could. And hey, Greg, what happened? Well, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm not into you. Um, not into you, freaking drive me nuts emotionally. You know, emotional connection was, disconnect was big time, driving me nuts. And it's like, you know, I'm honest with you. This is why. And we got an issue. We're done. <laughs> um, that was one of the freaking PPO, the stalker chicks, too, after that. But anyways, um, I, so I do. I get, you know, women complain about not getting enough Uh, From their some form of sex every day, he just drives me crazy. I know Prince Fu, he is a lucky man. Um, What other complaints? How many women complain about guys not caring enough about pleasing? You know, about maybe not enough foreplay or feeling like a piece of meat? How many women out there feel this way? That, you know, and how do you tell your guy, I feel just like a piece of meat? You need to be very specific very, very specific about telling them what you need so you don't feel like a piece of meat, and then you're going to say, "Well, if I tell him he does it, he's just doing it because he feels he has to, not that he wants to, not necessarily, maybe he doesn't have a clue, you know maybe he has no clue oh wait, wait, wait wait, wait wait, is it normal to have a dry spell with sex? Sometimes you want it, and other times you don't is that normal?" I believe that is normal. It all depends on the relationship. And, yes, you do have, like, the dry spell. I thought usually a dry spell was when you can't come anymore. Oh, that's a dry. Wow, I'm sorry, not a dry spell. (laughs) (laughs) I can't come anymore. It's dried up. Um, No, Um, I think it is normal, uh, Melissa, to have dry spells. But you look at, you know, why it could be, you know, life stresses. If you have, you know a chronically sick kid, if you, you know, going th- you're sick, you know, you're going to have a dry spell. Maybe there's a lot of tension that's, you know, life stresses and stuff that gets in the way. But you look at the situation, Um, you know, you look at the situation where, you know, what's going on. And the number one thing you can do is address it. You know, what's going on. But if you are the one Maybe you're the one that's initiating the dry spell. Is it both of you that are doing it? You look at one partner or the other, you know, who is the one? Usually, like I said, the one with the least amount of desire is, and I agree with uh, David Snarch on this, you know, the one with the least amount of desire controls the sex life. You know, the one that wants it all the time is, you know, whatever. And the one that doesn't want it all the time, it's going to be up to the one that doesn't want it all the time. And, So you look at the dynamics. What is going on? Are they sick, not feeling good? Um, Am I doing something to turn you off? You know, I'm going to, I want to know. Am I doing something to turn you off, drive you nuts to maybe emotionally turn you off? So I want to look at, you know, what is going on with the dry spell? You know, maybe you have a sick kid that, oh, my God, you have a kid that's, you know, I never want this for anybody, has a kid that has cancer, leukemia, or, you know they're going through maybe they have a sick parent that maybe is in hospice or you know getting ready to go in hospice, and they're that's what I mean about life stresses. You have to look at what the hell is going on around you and with your partner, but you need to bring it up, hey, what's going on and not to lose that connection can be very difficult. First thing to do is to communicate about it and your concern about it, you know what's going on. Don't attack. A lot of people attack, and it can be women, guys, because they assume right away, you know what? I'm not turning my partner on. That issue, let's face it, man, it hurts. It sucks. So what do you do? Oh, yeah, you're anti-sexual. You're this and that. I've been guilty of that maybe before in the past that, you know, you might attack, but it comes out. You don't feel desired. You don't feel appreciated. Then it gets to the point where, you know what? I ain't even going there anymore. I'm losing my self-respect. Um, By saying this, address, I'm going to ask, so, you know, what is going on? Do, you know, are you stressed? Whatever thing is going, you know, what is going on? So the dry spells, you know, look at those aspects. And then if that isn't going on in the dry spells, is it because they're not emotionally engaging you? You don't feel, you know, you don't feel love. You don't feel like they care. The only time they feel care or want to touch you is when they want to have sex, That is a common complaint I hear from a lot of men that, God, every time she touches me, she just wants sex, and I'm sick of being treated like a piece of ass. No, (laughs) I'm teasing, okay? There is, um, it's, you look at the situation that, uh, you know, a lot of women feel like that. Oh, yeah, the only time he pays attention to me or he's nice to me or wants to touch me or kiss me is when he wants to have sex, but other Other than that, you know, he don't pay attention to me, he doesn't, you know, doesn't want to talk to me, doesn't want to have a conversation with me, doesn't want to hold me, kiss me, whatever. Those are aspects you need to bring up. And if that's turning you off, he needs to get this. And if he doesn't, you know, give me a call and, you know, I'll try to help you guys through all that aspect. But you look at, you know, if you're just not turned on by your partner, you know, is it, does it... It sounds shallow, but can you physically be turned off by your partner over time? Absolutely. You know, maybe there's a lot of, you know, I hate to say it, and I, it's true, and I don't want to be sound like a shallow person, but, you know, it could be, you know, huge weight gain can cause problems. Uh, maybe they get lazy with the grooming aspects. You know, all these things are, you look at dynamics, why people get turned off and why sex you know, becomes an issue, you know, why is there a dry spell that's going on? You need to look at all these aspects and look at, you know, look at yourself too. What am I doing to be responsible for this dry spell? Am I being lazy or am I just blaming my partner and all this stuff? And if you are not turned on by your partner and you feel like you're just having sex because you have to or you should, that you sell yourself out to make your partner happy? Yuck! Ew. would you be cool with that, Ab? You'd be saying, "Yeah, I don't care. I'm getting it. I don't care what you feel like." <laughs> I mean,
3: <laughs>
0: no, I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, I'd have to. I'd have to think about that a little. little no, more.
1: I, I can be there if I feel like uh, whoever I'm with is just doing it just to do it and uh, do their duty. Fuck that. Nice choice of words on me. How unprofessional me using the f-bomb. No, that I would be like no no thanks. That's a huge that would turn me off, make me go limp in a heartbeat. I want you to crave me like I crave you, period. Yeah. Yep. yep absolutely. Yeah. No,
0: that's true. Yeah.
1: And gets to a point where I'm not even going I'm not even going to initiate. I'm not I'm it's going to be done. <laughs> I'm going to talk about it and bring it up and see what the issues are. And if nothing changes or, you know, I need to do my part too, of course, I want to take responsibility. And if nothing, yeah, I'm, forget that, I'm done and over with. But, um, yeah, so to answer your question, Melissa, I do believe there is, <laughs> Rhonda, <laughs> um, I, I agree there are dry spells in relationships. I think that is normal. What is not normal is allowing them dry spells to continue over a long period of time. You know, I'm talking, you know, a month, two months, three months, and all of a sudden you get so used to not having sex, what happens? You know, you get used to it, and all of a sudden six months go by, and this is not unheard of with, you know, a lot of couples I work with that, you know, they feel like, and like I said before, when you desire somebody and they don't desire you back, you kill that desire because it hurts, man. You know it ain't going to happen. So I'm going to stop that desire and, you know, screw that. I want that desire in somebody. They don't want me back. Ugh, it hurts. So I'm going to shut that down big time, and I'm going to cut that desire off. So I'm not going to initiate. I'm not going to whatever. I might not. I'm going to pull away, distance myself, and probably emotionally, too, and get away Yeah, we always cuddle together naked before sex, which helps us stay connected. Melissa, that is awesome. I'm all for that. Um, I'm huge into that. And also cuddling after sex, too. I don't know why women always just want to frickin' go make a sandwich or fall asleep. Ab, you look confused. Because what's wrong with either one of those things? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, let me say, all, all throughout the day, every day, not just at sex. Yeah, I agree, foo. big time. Um, You ready for a first breather, Av? Is that okay with you? Yeah, In your works. schedule? Awesome. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Thank you. This is the Art of Relationships radio show coming live from RawRadioX.com studios in Detroit. Uh, after the break, give us a call, 313 462 And we will be back in a few moments. Thanks for listening, people. See you in a bit. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook.
0: It's Avenue And you're listening to RawRadioX.com
3: Real Raw Radio Louder Than Life Music Festival Returns to Champions Park Near downtown Louisville, Kentucky October 3rd and 4th, 2015 second annual celebration of the region's culture and cuisine, once again featuring award-winning bourbons and spirits, gourmet man food, and a powerful music lineup. Louder Than Life's premier selection of bourbon, whiskey, craft beer, and gourmet man food is curated personally by festival creator Danny Weimer. The spectacular music lineup of rock legends and breaking talent include Rob Zombie, ZZ Top, Godsmack, Shine Down, Leonard Skinner, Slash featuring Miles Kennedy Conspirators, Breaking Benjamin, Three Doors Down, Bring Me the Horizon, and many, many more. For more information, visit www.louderthanlifefestival.com. You can also purchase tickets, camping packages, and VIP packages. Again, it's at www.louderthanlifefestival.com, October 3rd and 4th. 2015 in Louisville, Kentucky. Yo, and hello, fam.
0: Avenue here. Make sure you tune in every Thursday at high noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, to Avenue and Friends, only on rawradiox.com. It's your weekly therapy session, your usual dose of highfalutin hijinks, crazy antics, sarcasm, and bad jokes. Oh, it's true. Remember, it's Avenue and Friends. Thursdays at noon, 9 a.m. Pacific. We're all radiox.com. Act like you know.
1: This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show with your host, Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, relationship and sex specialist. Here with uh, my main man, Av. Uh, we got to do you, uh, you haven't done a plug for your show yet, won't you? You want to give a plug for your show uh, tomorrow, Thursdays at noon? Thursday at noon,
0: folks. It's uh, Avenue New and Friends your weekly therapy session. It's kind of a nice follow-up, you know, the day after. Your show. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we, you know, we just mix it up a little bit, something light and easy to get you through your Thursday afternoon. Uh, you know, we have uh, heavy-hitting subjects sometimes, but we like to mix it up and, for the most part, just smooth it out. So uh, join us Thursdays at high noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and 11 a.m. Central on Avenue and Friends here on RawRadioX.com.
1: Very cool. Thanks, App, for plugging that. And, uh, yeah, make sure you tune in. Uh, Ab, as you know, if you follow the show on Wednesdays, uh, very intelligent. Do I want to say young man? I Thank you for I the compliment. You could say young. I'll just say intelligent man. There we go. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, look,
0: I look younger than
1: I am. I, I, I'll say that. I get that a lot, actually. Yeah, I think uh, me too, but it's just my immaturity. Um. <laughs> Look at a uh, great question, and I want to touch on uh, regarding sex before we go into uh, when to call it quits in a relationship or a marriage. The um, question was posed uh, by Melissa and stated, you know, an issue. They won't have sex with you because they don't want any more kids. Should they stay together? Ooh! Mm. <laughs> now, Do they both, are they both, the issue with that is, my question is very, you know, should they stay together again? This is up to them to decide that. It's not up to me. So many people will tell you, should they stay together? No, no. There's going to be issues. If they both don't want kids and they're scared to death about having any more kids, then the guy needs to get a vasectomy It's easier for us guys. You know, we pack our nads in ice for a couple days. Uh, Frozen peas work very well, and I'm speaking from experience, or frozen corn. Frozen green beans, Yeah, they're a little longer, you know, awkward. (laughs) So frozen peas, frozen corn um, usually works the best. You look at the situation, you know, is it both of them that don't want kids, or is it one that wants kids and the other one doesn't? So, you know, it could be a guy, Say, and this happens a lot, too, where a guy wants to have another kid to trap the wife, to trap, because he thinks he's losing her, and she wants somebody else, or she's not happy, wants a divorce, so guess what, we're going to, you know, oh, my God, we can have sex, or whatever, but I'm going to, you know, get her pregnant so she can stay and doesn't leave me. That happens a lot. Um, My situation is if you're only having sex, you got, you know, one wants a kid. Another one doesn't want any more kids. You need, that. that's a huge, huge difference. Like I said, on huge issues, you don't compromise. That is going to kill your relationship because you have a kid. That's going to be another freaking 18, 20, whatever year, you know, Even my parents, I'm still a kid at my age to my parents. So, you know, you're always going to have that kid around. Um, And that is life-altering. So you got to think about that. Uh, And are you just not having sex because you don't want a kid? I get that. Um, Then maybe, and if you don't want a kid and your partner wants a kid and isn't worried about getting pregnant, then you're going to have serious issues. And you need to look at, you know, what can one of you change? Do you want a kid? Ooh. Or can your partner, that maybe wants a kid, come and say, "Okay, we have a maybe one, two kids, and we're can we can we be happy with that?" And if you can't be, I'm going to tell you, your relationship is going to be in a world of trouble, and you're always going to have that resentment, and you're thinking one of you is going to change your mind on that, and you're using sex as a weapon because I get it, you're afraid to, you know, get pregnant. Do you? Have sex, but have a use condoms. You know, I'm all you know. Can you do that? Um, you know, double bag it if you're, <laughs> you know, double condom, and that way, freaking you last longer, and you won't blow your wad even uh, as quick either. Um, but that is a great question. You know, they're not married and have one kid by one father and the other by another. Then you look at uh, no one wants kids and. The other does not. Oh, no, one wants kids. Yeah, that's usually what happens, Melissa. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, that you, in that situation, <clears throat> you know, they're going to run into problems big time. You know, and if one doesn't want a kid and the other one does, um, y- you know what? They might be with the wrong partner. Because with kids, and you're using sex as a weapon to either hold it, because you're scared to get pregnant or whatever, you need, um, there's going to be huge, huge resentment coming in. You're asking, Melissa, why resentment? Because what's going to happen? One of you are going to feel like you're selling each other out. One thing, you're not having sex. That's going to be one resentment. And another one, if the one person that wants a kid gives in and doesn't, doesn't want and agrees not to have another kid, are they going to be pissed off and resentment down the road? I gave in with something I really wanted. And if someone that doesn't want another kid gives in and they really don't want it, but I'm going to give in, give her what what she wants or what he wants and have another kid, and then you're going to freaking be resentful and hate that you gave up something that you really didn't want to do. So that's why the resentment's going to kick in, Melissa. Hopefully that clarifies everything, and hopefully that makes a little more... Uh, sense, whatever, and that's what happens. You know, when you end up doing something you really don't want to do, and it's against uh, maybe your beliefs or what you want as an individual, um, and you give in, and you're talking, you know, having a kid or not having a kid, those are very important things, and you're talking, you don't want a kid at all, another kid, and There's nothing wrong with that there's you don't have to have any kids. I'm cool with that, you know that's up to each individual's and screw society's you know b s that you know oh, all women should have kids. hell no, you got a choice not to, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but if you give in and you really don't want a kid or another kid and you're looking at you know you're looking at all the situations and it's not a wrong or right, and you decide to have a kid. And then you have frickin' midnight feedings, uh, diaper changes, child care, you know, all this stuff. Uh, it's a huge investment of time, energy. Uh, and you have a kid, what's going to happen? Are you going to, you, you know what, we had a kid because you wanted it, you take care of it. You know, I'm not getting up and, you know, midnight feeding. Well, I did the last time. You, no, hell no, because you... You wanted a kid, and, you know, that resentment's going to kick in, and it's going to be so huge. And I talk, you know, I, I deal with couples, and it's sad that, uh, you know, they've had, you know, two boys, and the mother, you know, what sex wasn't all that great, whatever, and the mother, you know, had a pregnancy and uh, wanted a girl, and she was pissed off when she, the third kid they had was another boy. Three boys, you want a girl? It's like it was a mistake. We, you know, and it, I'm telling you, it can create a lot of resentment, um, especially with kids. And this is like it could be with moving away from families, all those aspects. Or, you know, the same thing if you don't want to have sex with somebody and all of a sudden you have sex with them, it's like you feel you sold yourself out and you start hating yourself and then you take that out on each other. So that's why the resentment and everything comes into play with that, Melissa. Um, let me know if that uh, answered your question or whatever. Gave you, you know, clear enough examples of my my beliefs and my philosophies um, about all those aspects, okay? Um, and going back, uh, Fu, yeah, you mentioned that just having sex cannot hold the relationship together for long. And that was another question I asked during the break, too. You need love and emotion. I, I agree and you know I've dealt with a lot of couples where they've said, "Oh, the sex is great, whatever." But after sex, yeah, it's almost like we hate each other. We're always arguing. We're always, you know, fighting. We're never on the same page. We don't agree on anything. But we have great sexual chemistry. And I think after a while, that is, a lot of people are afraid to lose. I should. I'd be afraid to lose that. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be honest. You know, I'm gonna be. I will be big time afraid to lose. Uh, you know, sexual chemistry, whatever. Um, but if you're always arguing and want different lifestyles, it, it's going to be, uh, I, I agree that, you know, great sex life, you're going to run into issues all the time and you're afraid, you know, God, if I don't ever have, um, if, um, you know, God, am I ever going to have this great phenomenal sex life again, but we'd be closer, am I, you know, you look at what is more important to you again. You know it's very subjective, and I don't ever pretend to tell you what is right for you or what isn't. But we'll try to work that out together. You need to do an assessment, and you know feel what is more important to you. Um, you know the sex life, which is a great, phenomenal, and I'm—it's <laughs> hard to uh, freaking get out of it. And maybe you can, um, you know, find great sex again. Not only great sex physically, but maybe you can get along and feel even more emotionally safer, more emotionally connected than uh, just the great sex. And so it's, like I said, it's very, very difficult, you know, can great sex hold a relationship together? Um, I think it can for a while, but I think it's going to come to a point where um, it's not going to last. Okay, now... Back to we're gonna switch gears, <clears throat> and before the break I talked about you know when to call it quits in a relationship, and everyone's saying what the hell are you talking about, Craig? Um, talking about when to call it quits in a relationship when you try to fix relationships. I do. That's my passion. I try to make people more, um, more in love, more connected emotionally, physically. That they they turn their anger and everything instead of that resentment into learning about wanting one another and learning about why they're angry instead of getting defensive and fricking tit for tat. Um, I'm all about that. I am I want loving relationships. But with that said, not all relationships should last. Nor, um, you know, not every relationship should last or, you know, are they going to last? Everybody knows that. And again, you determine what is more important to you. And, you know, it's not being selfish. You know, if you're unhappy, whatever, and kids deserve to see you happy. They don't want to see couples argue and fight all the time. And I run run into this on a weekly basis that, you know, couples coming in, Greg, oh, my God, our kids, you know, they could be 6 years old, 8 years old, even teenagers, you know. Um, coming in and, they'll, you know, the younger kids will be crying, whatever. Oh, my God, don't fight, don't yell anymore. And it just it rips the kids apart, watching mom and dad constantly fight and argue um, all the time. And teens will say, you know, they'll yell at the parents. You know, I, I hear this from the parents. Would you guys stop fighting? Why don't you guys just get divorced? This is ridiculous, you know. And, you know, when do you call it quits? And You can get couples that, oh, we don't fight, right? We don't fight, but we don't talk. We don't make love. We just freaking like roommates, you know. We know what to do. You know, we talk maybe about what bills do and all those aspects. But other than that, they don't talk about anything. They don't talk about how each other feels. They don't talk about if they feel desired love. They sort of know it. I don't feel like uh, you desire me. I don't feel like I desire you. So what do we do? In those situations, a lot of people get so comfortable that they feel like, you know, ending it is going to be a lot worse than staying in that environment. And as you know, I repeat almost every freaking show, I know I sound annoyed, don't I? Um, But I repeat every single show that you never, ever stay for the sake of the kids. That is a huge reason, you know. And people, if they get through that, and I don't want anybody to get hurt. I don't want kids to be hurt, damaged, whatever. Not at all. Um, Kids are very resilient. If you both co-parent, you both stay in your kid's life and have an active, active role in the relationship. And you get, you know, one person could, you know, one spouse, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, if you have kids, could cheat. And then all of a sudden, you say, if dad didn't have that slut of a girlfriend or didn't cheat on me, we'd still, dad just ruined our family. And, yeah. That mother, or if, you know, your mother cheated on me, she's a whore, or a slut. No, you know what? With that attitude, you need to get slapped upside the head. I, I, yeah, how nice of me, unprofessional. You need to be slapped upside the head because your kids don't deserve that. You're being selfish, you're being biased. In those situations, you know, that is more, it's all about you. It is not about you and belittling and battling, um, you know, against your maybe soon-to-be ex to your kids and trying to alienate them. They have a right no matter what. They could be a maybe a bad spouse, whatever, but that doesn't make them a bad parent. And a lot of people don't understand that aspect. I agree, Fu, and that's, thanks for putting that clarity I'm trying to, you know, you can't bring the kids into your issues. And it happens a lot where they want to pick alliances. I'm the good parent. I'm the good guy. I'm the good mother. I'm this. And it's not fair. You need to leave the kids out of it. And I agree, you know, that you need to leave the kids out of those situations. And it's not about them. You have to do what's best for you. Kids can be very resilient. Um, other aspects, you know, when when do you call it quits? I mentioned someone you're constantly arguing all the time. And bef- before I go further, I want to, you know, I want to specify too. I want couples to, before they call it quits, I want them to try to give their all. You know, try about everything possible to make it work. That way, you're not leaving with regrets down the road. Maybe I should have tried harder. Maybe I should have done this. You know, I get you know individuals you know that have been divorced for a while or are going through a divorce, and they say, you know what, Greg, you know I messed up. Whatever. Maybe, maybe I should try this. Um, maybe I should have tried this. I don't want regrets. I want you guys to try basically everything to make it work. And. It could be, you know, maybe you already have or maybe you're just done and you don't want to anymore. Then you need to move on. Um, But, you know, try therapy with a good therapist in your area if you can. And I do Skype sessions and telephone sessions too. Yeah, a little plug for me. You can go to my website, um, theartofrelationships.org. Oh, my God, I had a brain fart. I almost forgot what my website was. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, um, well, I got the uh, Arta Relationships Radio Show dot or too. Um, or hit me up, you know, Facebook, whatever. I do Skype, I do, um, chat, well, Skype like a live chat. Um, I want to make sure, you know, it's all set up private and uh, it's with HIPAA regulations and everything too. I want to make sure your identity, everything is protected, uh, with technology aspects. And I do, uh, telephone, uh, Sessions as well if you can't see me live in uh, Detroit or, for the time being, Mount Clemens, either office. So, But, you know, don't bring the kids into it if you're fighting, arguing. And you still, you tried everything. You guys just are on two different pages. Um, Maybe you need to look at, maybe we'd be happier and the kids would be happier with us ending. And you look at, you know, I, I tell people all the time, too, you look at, you know, what, look at what you would be missing. You know, look at maybe the good that you want to carry on into another relationship, you know, after you healed and all that stuff. Look at maybe what was good in it. But also look at it as a part of healing. Look at what the hell you weren't getting in that relationship, and you better have an idea put that baggage behind you so you don't carry it on into a future relationship if you so choose. Um, domestic violence situations, you know, isolated incidences, um, does that mean a relationship should end? Not necessarily. I, when there is chronic domestic violence, chronic anger, thrown stuff, um, and they're refusing to get help or maybe nothing is working, and they're still, you're worried about getting hurt, killed, whatever. No situations, and that's a chronic situation. By all means, this is the only time I'm going to tell you you need to get the hell out. Because, uh, and if you have kids and you're in that situation, you need to get the hell out. Because, like I mentioned before, in abusive relationships, your kids could get taken away from you because you're keeping them in that environment. Those situations, I'll be honest with you, that's where my belief comes in. You need to get the hell out of that situation and stay out and look at, you know, I get it. it's scary. It's, you know, you're scared shitless. You know, financial situations, you might not have a place to go, whatever. Get a hold of uh, women's shelters. Uh, Google them. Do whatever you can. Uh, domestic violence hotline. Is that a call, have? No, that was not. <laughs> Did something get disconnected? Huh? No, doesn't look like it. Really? No kidding. Okay, cool. That was okay. That was odd. Cool. I thought it was maybe uh I don't know. Hm. But <laughs> you look okay, still connected, that's cool. But you know, other ways, you know, it's easy for people looking. You know, looking from the outside, looking in at relationships, oh, they shouldn't be together, they shouldn't be, you know, it, it's very subjective and very difficult. And you have people, the opposite, you know, that break up, oh, they should have stayed together, They, sh- I can't believe they, they should have stayed together, they should have worked on it. We all have, you know, maybe parents, relatives, friends that try to dictate because of their own comfort, they might dictate if we should stay in a relationship or not. Um, you know, if there's a huge differentiation between sex, one person wants sex, you know, could have it once a year. The other person wants it three, four times a week. <laughs> and how is that going to work? The only way it'll work, maybe, you know, like I said, the resentment talking about, you know, back is, you know, both of you are going to be doing something you don't want to do. One Instead of once a year, you're going to be forced or thinking you're forced to have sex more Maybe three times a month, and you don't want that, but you're doing it anyways because you should, or some freaking textbook therapist told you you should, which is a bunch of bullshit. Or the one person needs to be okay with maybe once a month instead of three times a week. And that's a situation where, you know, maybe you need to think that you both want something different. You know, maybe you need to find someone. Just like you, that sex isn't important to you, and you need to find somebody where, you know, they want a healthy sex life and be desired and make you feel desired, too. It's all, But maybe you need to end that situation, too. Or maybe, maybe your partner would be okay with you. Maybe, maybe you love each other. He doesn't want sex, or you do, or she doesn't want sex, and you do. Maybe they'd be okay with you having sex with somebody else. Ooh, would that be okay? And you know what? If that works in your relationship and you're both okay with it, is that wrong? You're going to have people say, oh, my God, that's wrong. That's whatever. Um, Most people aren't going to agree with that situation. And it cracks me up where you look at that situation where, you know, they don't want to have sex with you, but they don't want you to have sex with anybody else. And it's like, what the, right? I get it, but I'm not happy, and can sex end a relationship or end a marriage, or, you know, should sex be a reason a relationship ends or a marriage ends in divorce? And my, like I said, it's up to everybody. In my personal life, hell yes. I, yes, it would kill a relationship, big time. Um, you know, health issues, I get all that, and I, you know, in my personal life, am I a dog, am I, no, not at all, um, that's important to me, and I want to feel desired, so I'm going to look at the situation where, you know what, yeah, if it's not important to you, or whatever, or I keep hearing excuses, whatever, and, you know, I try to do what I'm supposed to do to make you feel loved, appreciated, um, cared about, and ye yeah, like I said, those situations, should a relationship end, it's always going to be tension and you're going to feel like you're just settling. Now, if just settling is okay for you and you're comfortable with that and you can maybe sell yourself out and say, okay, I can live without sex. Um, yeah, we can all live without sex, but do you want to live without sex? That is up to you. So these areas um, can come out from different areas. Elements from different um, angles, if you will, and how it should, you know, how it should work. Now, what about, and I get this too, should a relationship end if it is a long-distance marriage or a relationship? You know, should it end? Oh, um, you said, great, thanks, Greg. I have no idea what that was for. Um, I appreciate it. Thanks for the thanks, but I don't know what I did. (laughs) It was
0: was about you when you made your point about the person being a shitty spouse, but a great parent. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Is that what it was? Oh, okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) You're welcome, Fu. You, you look at the, you know, the situation too, when long distance relationships, should they work and end? And what happens? You know, some people will... Maybe go for a job for three months, six months. No, what? No, it wasn't on that. It must have been a different. Well, clue me in, please. I appreciate it. Um, I'm lost now. But anyways, you know, what happens if you, I know a lot of people, they get deployed, you know, in the military, and, you know, maybe they're gone for six months at a time, eight months, oh, my God, you know, that Does that mean you don't stay together? No, not at all. But what happens if um, one person says, you know, you come with me, I'm taking this job, and you come with me, say, frickin' uh, Texas, I don't care, Alabama, pick a state, North Dakota, you. <laughs> you pick a state, I don't care which one it is, and you say, I don't want to leave, and I want, we have family here, the grandparents are here, and all this stuff. What do you do? Oh, should not be together. Okay. What do you do, and, you know, do you say, okay, you go take the job, you don't care about us, or you don't care about your partner, and you just, uh, what do you do? What would you do, Av? Uh, I don't know.
0: Uh, for me, I mean, I, I kind of need, my, my needs
1: need to be met. They do. All of our needs need to be met. So tell me, say if you're a fantasy lady, all of a sudden, okay, I'm taking a job wherever, Alabama, Texas, Carolina, you pick a state. It doesn't matter. New York, you pick a state. Okay. I'm taking a job yeah, in Ev, I want you to come with me or we're breaking up. Well, that's easy
0: for me because I, um, I low key hate it here, so I'd be (laughs) going. You hate the D? Yeah. Why? That's not exactly a shocker. I know, but I'm from here. um, I've seen enough, and I've traveled. I've I've seen.
1: You lived in D.C. I lived in
0: D.C. I've seen uh, multiple continents, countries, etc. I've seen too much. And my, when, I, when I knew that I, I had to go, when I was impressed by Lansing, that was my cue that I probably have seen enough of Detroit. You were impre- why were you impressed egg, egg, by
1: Lansing? Egg, exactly. Thank you. Why the hell would you be impressed by Lansing? It was East quiet. Lansing. It East was, Lansing's beautiful. It was quiet. It was clean. And that was about all it took. When was the last time you've been to Lance?
0: Now mind you. That was in two thousand and four, but uh, <laughs> it was a while ago. But still, this oh, was God after God. Oldsmobile had been shuttered, so they had already yeah. had felt the effects of all right. those jobs, uh, yeah, you know, I losing know. those. Right. I was impressed. So no, I, I, if if that is the scenario where I have to leave, bye bye. Cool. She'll be happy because I'm coming with her. Very dep- cool. Unless she says she's going to
1: like. Russia, gary indiana oh god that's worse than detroit no mm-hmm. I, you know i love detroit and i'm a huge fan of detroit and what's happening that's why i put my office downtown um yeah that's why i put my office. so i'm a huge fan i'm a huge fan of detroit people mm-hmm. and what's happening all over the place and i've been you know i've been uh, other cities too: uh phoenix atlanta cleveland Ooh, baby milwaukee pitts oh i love Pitt, pittsburgh it's cool um, you know, I've been all over to Alaska. Would you go to Alaska? A black guy in Alaska? Are they allowed? I'd.
0: No. I'd <laughs> I would. I've actually I've known a few people uh, military, of course, in Anchorage, and I I've heard mixed things about Anchorage. I'd. Yeah. I'd be willing to check it out. Would you? I wouldn't. Off oh, for I'd, love? I don't know about relocating. I'd check it out. Give it a try. Let's see. Let's try it out and see.
1: Yeah, I would do.
0: I just, I don't know. It's the cold weather and the long winters and the long, dark winters on top of that. It's bad enough here in Detroit with
1: that. (laughs) Come on. I know. The weather sort of sucks. Yeah. You could be an Eskimo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. That would be an igloo. Ew. Yeah. Forget that, too. I agree. What else? Okay. Talk about relocation. You know, what other? Talk about if you're arguing, fighting all the time, and you try everything possible, and you still argue, or you have totally different... Aspects that maybe one person changes, and I know there's a lot of truth to couples they just grow apart. I get that, and there is a lot of truth that you have more different philosophies, different things. Maybe you were, you know, both of you guys were, yeah, (laughs) ten men to every one women. I think in Alaska, you're right, Fu, and actually there are Alaska has um, probably one of the highest rapes. percentages believe it or not in a nation and did you know that there are it's actually alaska has one of the highest rate rates in the country and no one would think that and it's true yeah
0: well and again that's uh, because i happen to know too much too many random facts detroit's not too far down the list no. on that unfortunately no i know that you're it's, right it's, Really up especially there, what, unfortunately. Especially
1: what's been going on lately.
0: Yeah. So again, Alaska, dude, you're 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 making Alaska look a little better. Um, I don't know. It, maybe- I'm going to Alaska.
1: Rhonda wants to. Uh, Rhonda wants to check out. Um. Wants to check out that. Um, and they're saying, "Please, you're jealous. Why are you uh?" So <laughs> I say, show PPRN. Why are you checking in, man? You must be bored, or did your show go down the toilet or something? <laughs> I'm just curious uh, what's going on. Check my voicemail. Why? You should have called uh, the studio line 313 462 0107. Yeah, I know, Rhonda. It's men. Um, you know, you look at the aspects, you look at the situation where. Um. You know, what, when do you call it quits? You know, abuse. I already talked about that. What if you don't want to call it quits and you want to learn to work together even though you are always fighting? Then that's fine, Melissa. Um, I, I agree. That's, that's not – if you want to work together and you both want the same thing, I'm all about that. Like I said, it's very subjective when to call it quits. And you're going to have people tell you left and right when you should – call it quits, when you should, oh, you should get divorced, you should break up, or you should stay together, not get divorced, right? It's very subjective, and you have to look at what is important to you, not only as a couple in a relationship, but it is also about, look at, um, you have to look at the situation where, you know, what is important to you as an individual, 12 listeners, what the hell are you talking about, dude? <laughs> then why are you on here? Um you look at the situation where um you look at the situation and look at, you know, is am I happy in the situation or is my partner happy in the situation? I know you're just playing, Peter. Um, look at the situation. You you know, am I happy in this situation? Do I ever feel do I ever seem like, uh, that it's working out, that it is going on in the situation, <clears throat> you know, is are we working for the same purpose, or are we just not getting it, that we're just not clicking, that we have just two different ideologies about life, about philosophies that are, are important to each one of us. Do you look at the situation and do you, you know, maybe we just don't click together and are we... You know, are we fighting all the time? No matter how much work we try, we don't understand each other. We, maybe we do understand each other, and that's why we will, you know, that's maybe why we're going to end because we're not happy. We can't break through this no matter what help we get to. And I'm all about trying to, um, you know, trying to work it out and trying to understand each other. Like I said, I want you to learn from each other and understand each other instead of this tit-for-tat and, you know, the break to tit-for-tat and the freaking defensiveness and always on guard with each other. Like, you guys are enemy. You're always afraid you're going to be attacked instead of trying to look at each other. And one thing I hit on are, you know, perceptions. You know, why do you perceive that they're pissed off all the time or whatever? Maybe, you know, you look underneath. Is it the hurt? Is it the... um? You know, maybe they don't feel loved, desired, whatever, and they're pissed off and taking it out that way instead of looking at, you know, what's really going on. So if you can learn from each other and maybe that can stop the, you know, maybe we should go ahead and, you know, work on this and maybe I'm all about that. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's because of us because he's on spreaker yeah i I gave you props for that, didn't you hear me at the beginning of the show peter um and then I went off because I wanted it to be a little more professional um to help people that's yeah, I wanted it to be a little more professional and not so um attacking other listeners and callers and all that aspect, so I wanted it to be a little more professional to help people so. Um, you look at the aspects where um, you know. What if you came from a mother that was always yelling at you? So your defense for that reason, I I get I get that, um, Melissa, big time. You know. It, then you have to look at <laughs> then you have to look at the situation for you know. Why am I allowing my mom in that situation? To overpower me why why do I look at them always criticizing me and that 's where I talk about your self worth your self awareness. It comes from the self versus from you know other people that we try to get our identity from everybody else. I get that, but it 's not healthy at times because your mom could be criticizing you all the time, or maybe it 's a perception, maybe it 's her delivery, and you look at what you like about yourself and why are you always allowing people to have that power to bash you to sort of run you through the ringer and criticize you big time. And if you are in a relationship where you everything is said that you know you take as a criticism. Everything, every disagreement you take is, you know, oh my God, I feel like I'm dealing with my mom again. I'm getting ripped apart. Um, you know, criticized, belittled, all this stuff. And maybe they're just trying to help understand one another. And that's what I talk about. You look at all those aspects to, you know, is that what's really going on? Is that why I'm getting defensive? Why I'm cre- Or are they just being an asshole? You know, are they being controlling? Are they being an asshole all the time? And if you want to be one aspect two to stay together or not stay together. If one person is always trying to stop you from evolving as a person, that they're always trying to control you or maybe belittle you, criticize you and put you down, if you want to say emotionally abusive, verbally abusive, that you know they're trying to criticize every little thing you do, then you need to go ahead and... Maybe you need to look at why are you allowing that to happen and why are you in that relationship. And that might be a relation, you know, and they'll belittle you, you know, oh, my God, you can't get anybody else. You do this wrong. You do that wrong. You do this and that and that, whatever. And you look at the situation, you know, are they controlling me or is this important to them? And maybe I need to sort of look at that, look at what am I doing to take responsibility in this or are they just ripping me apart all the time well if i'm not good enough for you maybe you need to be someone (laughs) you need to be with someone that you feel is good enough for you so peace out i'm out of here what other aspects have can you think of anything else that might be a relationship killer
0: uh i mean you know if the if the mutual attraction and desire is not there for me personally instant instant death um after oh that, yeah I agree um but after that you know uh, y- as long as you're just not uh, an evil manipulative bitch basically hate right to say it for lack of better terms no uh and it, I could go for males as well but I mean uh you know that right there those are the main two things I think I can kind of work with anything else the, I can I, I'm I'm someone who's more adaptable and I'll, I'll work around problems or I will find ways to you know with my 141 IQ fix them. without the other person knowing.
1: No, I agree. Hey, Peter, if you, uh, I know you gave that, ungrateful. You say that a lot. I gave you props. I'm the one that says where uh, the Master G came from. (laughs) I've said that on numerous shows right from the get-go. Peter from PPRN um, built their show around all your Facebook friends. I don't think I have that many Facebook friends uh, from you, to be honest with you, Peter. So, um, I said I was very grateful um what's, uh,
0: what's going on here
1: yeah I'm wondering what's going on I, I uh, some issues there yeah I gave you the phone number the call and everything too and I was wondering uh, oh, I gave no. you props I said I'm the one that got where the master G came from you guys gave it to me um I gave you props before I gave you plugs all over the place so uh and I said you know, gave you also the reason why I started my own thing. I wanted to help people and and not have callers or people on and always feeling like they're getting attacked and made fun of. Uh, That's not my professional style, and I needed to move away from that. Um, That's reality, and I do appreciate that. Um, So I told you, I was an expert guest host on the show, gave from there. So, yeah, so I'm trying to figure out where you're coming from with the attitude, Peter. Um, Maybe you need to peace out. So I gave uh, props to you guys for a long time, and like I said, maybe you need to peace out big time. Um, Anyways, going back to our show, you look at, you know, what what Av said, too. You know, if you are with a person that's just you know, belittling you, ripping you apart, and they're a freaking ungrateful, maybe, bitch, and they're always ripping on you or an asshole, and they want to keep you down, and they want to keep you... um, You want to keep... sort of be in control over you, and they want to keep you down and have them on a pedestal big time sounds, that... Sounds like this Peter guy. Yeah, I'm curious what's going on because I've always given them props big time from... From long time ago, so I don't know what his issue is. Anyways, um, anyways, um, you look at the situation where maybe you need to look at why am I allowing this person to diss me all the time? Why am I allowing this person to, you know, control me all the time? Every maybe you need that. And you look at the situation where you know what? Maybe you need to stick up for yourself and look at the situation where you. Go ahead and, you know what, take control. And that person might try to push back, push back, push back. Then you look at the situation. Is it healthy or is it not healthy for my situation? Um, And if they don't get it and they don't understand it, usually those people that are verbally, emotionally abusive, they want to keep you down from it, they, they will look at you that you do everything wrong. You're always to blame. They never do anything wrong. And that's where you need to look at. I need to be in a healthy situation, and maybe I need to go ahead and get the hell out of this situation. And you know what? Maybe adios amigos. And Mm -hmm. maybe you can have somebody else that you can do this to, that they're going to allow it to. And you need to look at your situation and look at yourself. Why am I allowing this? And, And it's difficult. I get it. If you have kids, you can't afford to do it. And... (laughs) Melissa, thanks, (laughs) Team Greg and Av. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yep, that's how Jay was. And you look at the situation, um, you know, maybe you need to look at, why am I doing this? And I get it's scary, it's fearful, maybe I can't get better. That You get beat down so much that maybe you start believing it. My thing is, I want to flip that around and look at why in the hell are you putting up with it why in the hell you know are you doing that and look at yourself maybe I'm not this way maybe I'm not this way and what what's to say someone criticizing me all that time what the hell is to say that they are right okay and that's where you need to sort of shake it off a little bit um sort of shake yourself off your self-worth and say, you know what, I'm better than this shit. I don't care what I've been through, whatever. I'm better than this, and I need to peace out and get the hell out of that situation, okay? Um, so hopefully uh, some information got delivered from breastfeeding and nipple out in public to the sexual benefits and maybe some reasons that maybe you need to look at Staying in a relationship or not. Maybe it gives you some insights. And like I said, the Art of Relationships radio show, it's all about you out there helping you guys out there. Make sure you pay attention. Uh, listen to, uh Avenue and Friends tomorrow, Thursday at noon. Radio mm-hmm. X Yeah, from RawRadioX.com. Uh, check me. Uh, I should be back on. I think I got all the... Bugs out of the software when I move the office and uh, when I do my show out of the Mount Clements office on um, Monday night. So I should be able to be live on Monday as well. And you can also check me out every Wednesday from Raw dot com, Detroit City. Peace out. Much love to everybody out there. Bye bye
4: do